Of course, it is time for our pinch of salt this morning. So excited to be sharing a little bit about chocolate cakes. And uh, of course, I'm sure you are as, as excited as I am. Now, good morning. How are you doing? Hey, Megan, how's it going? Good morning to the listeners. How are good, you good. I can't believe it's Friday again already. I felt like it just flew by it's this week. craziness. And I think we have one weekend left and it's February Exactly. It just doesn't seem quite possible. <laughs> no, and I feel like the older you get, the quicker the year goes. It's just how it feels for me. Yeah, I can mm. vouch for that. Trust me, it gets faster. <laughs> it gets faster. I can't deal with yeah. it. Now, we're going to be chatting a little bit about chocolate cakes this morning, if I have it right. We are indeed, yes. Mm. We are indeed. I think it's International Chocolate Cake Day this Ooh, week sometime. Sure lovely. this week, so I think... Um, so I think chocolate cake is what we'll be talking about. Mm. Um, I have a particularly decadent one. It's my kind of my go-to chocolate cake. Yes. And it's if you make this, it's 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 a it's it's a little, not challenging. It's it needs it's a, it's a bit of a process. It's quite easy, really. You mm-hmm. just have to have some uh, patience, um, and it'll be the only chocolate cake you will ever make Ooh. from the forth. Do shame. Um, and it's a it's a it's a flourless chocolate cake. Mm-hmm. Well, so it's very. I, I don't want to say it's good for you, but it's gluten-free. <laughs> it's gluten-free, which <laughs> does help. Yeah, it's, we'll start that. We'll start it's gluten-free. So there, there's at least a start. So, And the beauty of it being flourless, it's very, very difficult. You literally have to set it on fire to, to overcook it. So, um, <laughs> Brilliant. Because it just doesn't friendly. dry out. And the beauty mm. of the fact that it that is also does no flour means it lasts longer. Mm. Although these cakes never seem to last very long, but it, it, it will last. It will last. it's finished. Lovely. If that's an afternoon or an hour or three days, it'll it'll last. <laughs> um, so basically, it's called a pressed chocolate cake, mm-hmm. um, and it's it's really really quite rich. So you you I mean, trust me when I tell you the amounts that that is the amount. Mm-hmm. So you you need four hundred grams of chocolate mm-hmm. and three hundred grams of butter, but you need to use a good quality dark chocolate mm. um, because you want you want something that's got almost like a seventy percent cocoa um, um, yes. content because. You need to have a little bit of bitterness. If you just use normal milk chocolate or mm-hmm. or, or or even sort of cheap dark chocolate, it's it's incredibly sugary, and mm-hmm. all you get is this really really sugariness because it's so rich. You need an element of the bitterness of the dark mm-hmm. chocolate. So you've got four hundred grams of dark chocolate, three hundred grams of butter. Put those in a double boiler and you melt them. Mm-hmm. Um, you must do it over a double boiler. Um, you'll notice, you'll see, chocolate has a very low, low melting point. Mm. And if you if you heat it up directly in a pan, it'll burn. Yes. I mean, you'll see that it actually melts quicker than the butter does. That mm. shows you how low it's melting That's point. That's crazy. So always do it over a double boiler. Over in, in a, Just in a, I say double boiler, but just a bowl with some boiling water underneath mm. it. And it'll, it'll melt quite quickly. Then you need 10 eggs. 10 eggs. So separate 10, egg, 10 mm-hmm. eggs. The, the, the beauty of this cake that it is so rich mm. that you don't need much of it. So Wonderful. a normal, a normal sort of nine-inch cake pan that you'll use, mm. you, where we normally get 12 slices, you'll be able to get 16 slices because mm. you just need a thinner wedge of this because it's so rich. It's almost like a chocolate mousse. Oh, so you've got 10 eggs. But you then separate. You've got your egg whites in one bowl, mm-hmm. the egg yolks in another. And to your egg yolks, you add some sugar. I normally do about 200 grams of sugar. Now, here's also an interesting one. You can replace the normal sugar with xylitol. Okay. So this is, yeah, this is a, this is a, a diabetic-friendly uh, um, chocolate cake, mm. if you can imagine such a thing. <laughs> if you use, so 200 grams of sugar, either cast or normal sugar or, or xylitol, and then you want four tablespoons of, um, of cocoa. Mm. So now you add your sugar and your cocoa to egg yolks. 
and you beat that up till it's nice and smooth. Um, and then what you do is you whip your, your egg whites to, to stiff peaks and mm. keep them to one side. So now all you do is you take your melted chocolate and butter, mm-hmm. take it off the heat, let it cool down for a couple of minutes so it's, not, so it's not scalding hot. And then you combine your egg yolk mixture and your melted butter and, and, and chocolate. Mm. Just fold those in together and you have like a quite a thick kind of mousse. Mm. And then you literally fold in the egg white. You've got to be very careful. Don't yes. just whisk this in. You really got to fold it in so that you keep all that air that's in your because that's the thing that's going to give your cake yes. some substance and it's going to help it rise. So then you fold it in and that's it. So basically, so you've got this will look like quite a uh, a chocolate mousse that's common, kind of like got a pouring consistency. Mm. Pour that into a a lined springform mold. Mm-hmm. Once with the little clips on the side, you can take the bottom out. Pop it in the oven, probably about, I would say, let me think, I think it's 160. Put it at 160 for about 25 to 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. And you'll notice it rises up. It's almost like a souffle recipe. Mm. So it'll souffle up and, and really come give it quite a bit of height. Um, and and it, you want to take it out when it's still got a bit of wobble. And said you can't. You can't do. You can't taste it like you would do a normal cake. You put mm-hmm. a you put a skewer and it comes out yes. clean. But because because you're not cooking flour, it's never going to come out clean. Yes, because it's always going to be moist and stuck because it's just eggs, butter, and 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 and, um, and chocolate. Mm. So take that. It'll still have a little bit of a wobble. Take it out of the um, out of the oven. And here's the the interesting part. Mm. You want to get yourself a couple of plates that are just smaller than the rim of your cake pan. Okay, three plates. Wrap them in wrap them in cling film mm-hmm. and put them on top of the cake. So the whole idea of that cake lifting up, what you want to do is you want to condense it. You want to mm. actually compact the cake. So instead of it having that kind of souffle texture, you want to condense that texture. Mm. You'll still give a nice sort of solidy mousse base, and then you just leave it to cool. Mm. Once you've left that to cool, um, good hour or so, um, you can you can refrigerate it if you want to cool it down quickly. Mm. It's better if it's if it cools naturally um, out of it in the kitchen on the counter and then it's ready to go you literally it doesn't need any icing it doesn't Wonderful. if you want to make it look a bit sexy mm. you can uh, dust a little bit of icing sugar on the top and give that mm. kind of snowy kind of christmas cake and then you're away then you will have the most decadent chocolate cake you have ever ever eaten i like to serve it with um with fresh berries mm. and sometimes a little bit of creme fraiche so mm. again it needs the acidity it, you know fresh berries are quite acidic Mm. Um, as is the as the creme fraiche, because the chocolate cake is so rich that if yes. you if you saw it with a syrup or anything too rich, it becomes this kind of unbearable mm. place of sugar. So you want to have some balance on the plate. But it's the most amazing chocolate cake, and say it keeps. It, you can keep it in the fridge, mm-hmm. um, and it'll last. Literally, I've I've had one that's lasted about a week to ten days, Wonderful. but still in perfect condition mm. because it doesn't have flour in it. It won't dry out. I see. Um, and it, yeah. Yeah, so it's but, moist but and I, lovely. Yeah, and and the reason it lasted that long was was that someone had put it behind somebody else, and no one knew it was in the fridge. Uh, I was normally, about to say. Normally, <laughs> yeah. So that was more of a test of its endurance than than anything else. I've I've yet to see one last an afternoon. It just gets sewered up. Oh, it really is. It sounds lovely. No, it sounds yeah. very very lovely. No, we were chatting. So, so that I say mm-hmm. that's a go. Yeah, it's the go-to cake that you will, you will, you will never be sorry you made. It's a bit of a mission in terms of if you're used to making cakes, mm. then you're used to folding in egg whites. So that's 
that's kind of the only kind of challenging part. Yes. But if you make cakes on a regular basis or made cakes before, that folding in won't be too much of a challenge. I think YouTube, you know, can help you out there. There's nothing like, you know, Googling a YouTube tutorial on how to fold yeah, exactly, in eggs exactly. if you need to, when in yeah. doubt. Yes, I mean, you, can make, <laughs> you can make landmines, you can make anything you like, atomic weapons <laughs> exactly. by, by, on YouTube. It'll show you how to fold in some egg whites, that's for sure. Exactly. Oh, it sounds lovely. Now I'm in the mood for chocolate and it's Friday morning. Yeah. But as I said, I can't lovely. emphasize enough that it's essential that you get good quality dark Yes. Because it's a, it, it's a, it can be a sickly sweet cake otherwise and you want it to have that. That's why the cocoa is also important. Mm. That you've got that little bit of bitterness to it, but it's so rich, it's unbelievable. It really is mm. quite a magnificent cake to eat. It actually comes from, um, from it's a recipe from the River Cafe in, mm. in London. Oh, it's one of their kind of go-to chocolate desserts over the years. I think, I think it's about a forty-year-old recipe, and they still serve it in the restaurant. It sounds fantastic. And chocolate-wise, what would you recommend to buy then? Which uh, chocolate would so, you? So, so the, the the Bourneville, the the, the sort of, I think it's the the, the Cadbury's Bourneville works quite. Mm -hmm. The best chocolate you can use for this is the Lint's. Of course, the Lint's mm. sort of seventy percent chocolate is the best for this mm. kind of thing, and it's great for baking. I mean, look, it's it's not the cheapest, mm. but you you start to get. In, in the supermarkets, they have this baking chocolate. Yes. That is terrible, terrible stuff. Good to it's know. just got no cocoa butter in it whatsoever. It's mm. loaded with cocoa and tons of sugar. And, and the butterness is not, uh, the, the bitterness is not mm. there from, from the cocoa butter itself. So steer clear of cooking chocolate. It, it generally is not very nice chocolate. Mm. No, that's good so to know. I, I would suggest, you know, to, I think a Beacon do a nice one, Cadbury's do a nice one, Nestle's, mm. or everyone's got a kind of, a dark chocolate that, that, that's that's worth using. That's worth using. Um, that obviously, yeah, in mm. there for baking. Yeah, and that, and that, that holds the same whether whether you're baking this chocolate cake or other chocolate cakes. Mm. Any chocolate cake that requires, get yourself a decent quality chocolate, and you'll be amazed what a difference it makes to a chocolate cake. Absolutely, that sounds absolutely lovely. Thank you. And uh, do you need a pinch of salt, of course, for this uh, cake as well? To always, add helps. Your... always helps. Always mm. helps. Yes, it does. <laughs> um, you know, also because also you get that whole that whole thing that's popping out the salted caramel vibe. Mm. That's a little bit of something like um, uh, some molden sea salts. Oh, yes. In, in that recipe, they have that little chocolate, little salty crunch. It actually go a long way. It'll be mm. very, very nice. You can also, I've done before where I've, I've used the recipe and I put. I put fresh raspberries in it. So when you pour it Lovely. into a cake mold, drop scatters of because what they do is they naturally sink to the bottom. Mm. So that when you cut it, you have this kind of squidgy layer mm. of, of raspberries on the bottom because they're heavier than the chocolate and they will sink. So there's there's very uh, variations of that mm. that you can do. Absolutely. And your favorite variation so far, the raspberries or anything else? Yeah, I think the raspberries with me and I because it's fruity and it's it's sweet, but it, again you've got an acidity that works yes. nicely with the chocolate. Look, you can you can you can um glaze it if you want to. Mm. Um you know, the my version is quite rustic, but if you want to make it look all serious and lacquer, then you must you make a, a ganache. Yes. Which is basically equal parts cream to equal parts chocolate. Again, good quality chocolate. So there and that's just easiest i mean so basically what you do is you'll you take your chocolate you break it up into little bits mm -hmm. put it into a bowl literally put the cream into into a into a saucepan bring it to the boil and pour that cream over the chocolate lovely the residual heat from the cream will be enough to melt the chocolate completely mm. whisk that till it's nice and satin smooth and then just let that cool down so it's um so it's almost like a, an icing kind mm. of you could pour it over but then you waste a lot of it so you want it to I cool see. down so it's got a, like a an icing type consistency and then you take your palette knife and just literally lather it 
slather mm. it all over the chocolate and that goes nice and it gets a nice consistency it's not it doesn't go hard but it, it's got mm. quite a thick consistency and again a nice richness to add another layer of decadence to your cake I think my mouth is watering by this point and everyone listening feels exactly the same <laughs> that's the, way. That's the idea. <laughs> if the recipe gets you excited, then the chocolate, the cake itself will, will finish you off. Absolutely. I feel like everyone is now going to go out and buy chocolate. <laughs> You'll see a chocolate yeah, shortage in the Alberg so. area. I will see one in my future this weekend now that I've now that I've gone through the recipe. It's about more something. Oh, mm. I've got eggs. Yeah, I've got eggs. I've got cocoa. Mm. Uh, I just need to get some chocolate with it. Yeah. Some chocolate cake for breakfast. Why not? Let's do it. <laughs> no, there, are, there are worse things. There, there are worse things. things. Now. It's eggs. It's exactly. Butter. You know, it's, 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 it's two-thirds breakfast ingredients already, you know. And, I, and instead of having a pan of chocolate, mm. now you can just have your eggs or your butter and your chocolate all together in one dish. And then you add I some berries in there, good. breakfast sorted. And berry, I mean, yeah, berries. <laughs> you could even use a bit of yogurt. You know, you could use yes. yogurt instead of creme fraiche. Mm. But it's granola when you can have berries, yogurt, and chocolate. <laughs> it sounds delicious. Breakfast. Absolutely. Thank you so much for sharing that with us this morning. (laughs) (laughs) Let me know on a WhatsApp uh, line if you're going to be making that cake this uh, weekend. I might just try it out myself. (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. Okay, Meg, as well, to to you and the listeners, we see Mm. we talk here next week. May the sauce be with you. May the sauce be with you. Thank you so much. Goodbye. Bye.